Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network with a quick recap of the Final Four semis and a preview of tonight's championship game. So obviously, FAU and San Diego State were in a classic tilt of two underdogs that have played unbelievably well throughout the whole entire, not just season, but NCAA tournament. Um, both teams seem to be really peaking. Florida Atlantic uh, out of the Conference USA has been tremendous. They've been a fun story to watch. Um, they, they've been uh, terrific under Coach Dusty May throughout the year. And then the national spotlight kind of shone on them, and they stepped up to the challenge, making it all the way to the Final Four. But San Diego State, um, they've been under the radar throughout the course of the regular season. Um, but in Mountain West play, they were outright conference champs. Uh, they won the conference tournament title. Um, it, just a terrific, I can't say basketball team because it's really a program what they've done. Steve Fisher uh, years ago took it over when they were one of the worst teams in America. Now under coach Brian Dutcher, who was Fisher's right-hand man for a long time at Michigan, then at San Diego State, has done a tremendous job of keep the progress going. And now he's got them in the national title game. But when you look at the FAU San Diego State game, uh, FAU really looked like they were going to pull away from it, from the Aztecs in that first half. But the grinded out grittiness, defensive intensity of uh, San Diego State uh, keeps them in every single basketball game. I was able to call probably four or five games this year of theirs um, throughout the season for CBS Sports Network. And that's one thing that I always said during those games is their defense is going to have them give them a chance and an opportunity uh, to win games in the NCAA tournament. And when their offense is good, um, they'll be able to take advantage of those chances to win games. And that's what you saw down the stretch. Um, defense kept them in it. Offense did just enough to, to get them the final possession uh, of the game where it was in striking distance to get the rebound. Love the fact that San Diego State did not call a timeout in that situation to um, set to to put in a set play, which allows in turn the defense to have a set defense. So you want to push the ball in the transition situation like that, which is what Lamont Butler did, get their defense on their heels. Didn't get anything on that first initial push, but great patience to, to pull it out, take one more hesitate, dribble, survey the defense, and realize shot clock, game clock, excuse me, the game clock was going down. He had to let it fly. He had the confidence. He had the wherewithal. He had the presence of mind, and he had the skill to knock it down. He did knock down a similar shot earlier in the season with about a week or two left. Uh, I believe it was at New Mexico. Um, similar situation, pushed the ball down the floor, hit a game-winning three as the buzzer went off. So it's not his first time hitting a game-winner this season, but Lamont Butler hits the big shot uh, for them to advance. In the second game, uh, Miami and UConn, uh, I thought it was a really well-played game. Um, I thought you could have gone either direction, um, but in the end, UConn just looks too dang good. I mean, Miami, I thought, played really well in stretches. Um, Isaiah Wong, good player. Nigel Pack, good player. Um, but just too – and Williams, good player. But just too much uh, balance, too much depth, too much just coming at you in waves with physical toughness for UConn. Um, I looked at Ken Palm this morning. I mean, they are clearly the number one team analytically in the country. San Diego State has made strides. They're sitting at 14 um, due to their recent play in the NCAA tournament. But um, as far as balance, both ends of the floor, UConn is looking unbelievably good right now. UConn, number three in the country on offensive efficiency. Um, and 
I believe they're eight defense uh, for San Diego State. They sit 14. They're right around 35, 40 offensive efficiency, and they're the fourth best defense in the country. So when when you take those numbers and you look at tonight's game, which we'll do in a second, it shows you a lot. But, you know, UConn just did not give Isaiah and their Isaiah Wong and the other guards of Miami any freebies, any easy looks. And those are talented players. Isaiah Wong, I mean, the more I watched him in the NCAA tournament, the more – uh, I liked his game, his shiftiness, his creativeness, his ability to get buckets, um, whether in transition, whether in the half court, he just creates base. He's just a bucket getter. But, um, you know, t- to now look at the matchup tonight, San Diego State and UConn, you know, San Diego State does have some size to match up with Snogo and, and Donovan Klingon on the interior. Nathan Mensa, um is a legit seven footer shot block, not much of a score. So he's not really going to put either Sonogo or Klingon in foul trouble. I don't think, um, but he does a really good job of crashing the offensive glass when it's timely and when it's needed. Jaden Ledee, I think is going to be very important off the bench. He's played really well in the NCAA tournament. He's physical. He's strong. Uh, doesn't back down, not a tremendous scoring threat, but he's had some nice moments in the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, Keshaw, Keshaw Johnson, I think, is going to be key because his activity, his, his athleticism on the af- offensive glass can pose problems for a lot of teams. Now, the question is, will it pose problems uh, for a team with size and toughness like UConn? It'll, we'll, we'll find out. Um, but in the backcourt, I think, uh, is really where this game is going to be won or lost for either team. UConn, I really like their backcourt of Jackson um, and uh, – uh, Jordan Hawkins. Jordan Hawkins has been unbelievably good. I mean, you see his name skyrocketing up uh, NBA draft lists over the last month of the season and then into this NCAA tournament. He's played tremendously well. Can score it from beyond the arc, score it in transition, uh, catch and shoot, wonderful pull-ups, just a really good, talented offensive player. Um, Jackson, I think, does such a good job of, of getting them um, into their offense. He's not their primary ball handler, but you know he's one of those guys that just understands the game his iq is off the charts uh calcaterra comes off the bench um the usd transfer um comes off the bench gives them a punch gives them a scoring um impact from beyond the three-point line um so that's that's a couple guys that are going to be really important um to kind of really look at but you know the other guy i think uh that doesn't get a ton of of credit but i think deserves it it would be tristan newton um you know i said jackson's primary ball handler which I feel he is. He gets him into offense, but Newton, um, you know, is probably you know their what they call their point guard. Um, so that matchup, uh, th- those guys on the perimeter for UConn going against Lamont Butler, Matt Bradley, Adam Seiko, uh, Darion Trammell, That's going to be you know a really good fun matchup. All the def- all players in this game can defend. They'll pick you up ninety four feet. They'll make life difficult. Um, on ball handlers, they'll fight through screens, whether it's pick and roll stuff, they'll get over the top, uh, or they're forced down where they don't allow the ball handler to use a pick and roll, depending on coverages. Um, but then they're also really good off the ball, fighting through screens when it's a wide pin down or, or floppy actions, getting through dribble handoffs, being in the gaps, being opportunistic in the passing lanes. Um, I, both of these defensive teams are great on the perimeter defensively. Uh, I said it on a broadcast earlier this year. Uh, I thought Lamont Butler might be the best guard I've seen in person this year getting over the top of ball screens. He does not get screened in ball screen situations. And it's uh, it's impressive. It's it's crazy to, to watch because he's that good at it. But 
come time for my prediction, uh, I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I think it's going to be a defensive slugfest because as good as UConn is on the offensive end, San Diego State does not give up transition buckets. They don't give up second chance points. They make things difficult. They make things tough. Um, but I do think it's going to be a low scoring game as compared to what some of the others have been in the NCAA tournament for, for UConn. I, I'm going to say it's going to be in the upper 60s and UConn is going to win. Um, but I do think it's going to be um, a single digit game. I think San Diego State is playing with that much confidence, that much belief, um, and they're playing that well right now uh, that they're going to make this game interesting. Now, I would love to see a West Coast team win it. Haven't had a West Coast champion since 97 in Arizona. Uh, before that, I believe it was 94 or 95 with UCLA. Um, it's about time we, there's a title coming from the West Coast. Now, I would hope and I wished it was coming from Gonzaga, but if that's not the case, uh, want San Diego State to uh, represent in a title game. Um, but it's going to be difficult. I do think UConn's going to win tonight, but I'm I'm wishing San Diego State nothing but the that, the best of luck. If you're still watching, if you're listening, I've got Timmy 2K headband, Timmy 2K t-shirt. If you are interested uh, in the in the merch of Timmy 2K for the Zags Collective, go check out the Zags Collective online. Um, they are selling all kind of Gonzaga player merchandise, but in particular celebrating Drew Timmy being one of the greats of all time for Gonzaga leading scorer, uh, definitely would be on the Mount Rushmore of Gonzaga players. So go check out the Timmy 2k merchandise for the Zags collective. So for Gonzaga nation SI recap of the final four and a preview of tonight's national title game. I've said it before. Uh, we're going to start breaking down the off season for the Zags, the transfer portal and what that means. Two Zags are already in the portal. Hunter Salas and Dom Harris. We'll talk about that um, individually and collectively, what it means for those guys, but lots of content still on its way for Gonzaga nation SI.